The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. Welcome to IMC. Um, and thank you for creating such a lovely, still, and silent field in which we can practice together this morning. So I'm going to share a few uh, announcements about the center and then a few reflections for the day. Um, The announcements first that um, if you haven't been here before, there's uh, some restrooms in the back of the hall and there's also hot water for tea. There's uh, filtered water in the kitchen um, so you can, and there's cups and freely offered teas there. Um, if you haven't parked in this neighborhood before, it's probably a good idea to be be sure you haven't parked in front of somebody's driveway. There's some kind of subtle dips in the sidewalks that sometimes don't look like much, but they're somebody's driveway. And also not to park in the uh, parking lots around here uh, because you'll get towed and we don't want that to happen. Um, generally, when you come here, we try to avoid parking on this block of Birch Street in order to be kind to our neighbors. We want them to feel like they can come and go freely and not have their neighborhood feel like it's jammed full of cars. Um, So thanks for doing those things. And um, uh, this morning, after these reflections, we'll have 45 minutes for walking practice. If you're not familiar with walking practice or you'd like a refresher, Chris um, is the manager for today and she can um, give you some instruction in walking practice and also answer any questions you might have about today and about the center. Um, You can walk inside. Um, We usually walk the short direction in the hall so that more people can fit or you can walk on the porch or in the gravel or in the neighborhood. And if you park, if you uh, walk in the neighborhood, um, please be conscious of pedestrians who are trying to get where they're going. There's no need to, uh, you know, walk around like zombies and block them <laughs> from their daily stuff. Um, um, and yes, thank you. We can park. In, we can walk in our little parking lot that's on this side of the hedge. But please don't walk in the dentist's parking lot because. That also is a little disturbing to dental clients wondering what's going on. Um, After the walking period at 11 o'clock, we'll have another 45 minutes sitting. And then I'll give a very short Dharma talk. And um, we'll do some mindful cleaning of the center together, or care for the center, something that, you know, we do for about 10 minutes. And then we uh, convene in the hall out there in a big circle and um, bring an end to our morning formally. But after that, we set up tables in the hall, and there's tea, and if you brought lunch, you're welcome to heat your lunch in the microwave and stay and hang out and chat. Um, There are also, I'm offering um, practice discussions today. So those are little short 10-minute periods where you can come and talk about how things are going in your meditation or just talk about um, how things are for you in general. And there's a sign-up sheet on the end of the stage. There's kind of a limited number of spots, so... um, Please take it if you need one. And you'll, you'll enter the, uh, I'll be in the conference room for those little uh, practice discussions. And you'll enter through the library. When you see that it's about your time, when the person um, comes out of the room before you, then you can, you're welcome to come on in. Um, so that's the practice discussions. There's also a schedule on the stage and on the box near the front door so you can be reminded of the time. But Chris will also ring a bell 
before we start our next uh, sitting meditation. So, um, I wanted to share a few reflections. A, a few years ago, um, I took, I, I was thinking about the fact that I decided to uh, take an old gangly plant in my office and take a cutting from it and start a new plant. So I found directions for how, I'd never done that before, I found directions for how you do it. And I ended up with this little, you know, quarter inch diameter, three inch long twig from the old plant and stuck it in a pot of dirt and started to water it. And, you know, I put it in a place that had about the right amount of light and about the right amount of warmth um, and I watered it. And, and I continued to water it for the next eight weeks. And after about eight weeks, I, I started to feel a little foolish. I'm like, I'm watering this stick. You know, am I crazy? Is anything going to happen with this stick? Um, and uh, there weren't any signs of any buds or any leaves or anything. And so I thought, uh, I don't know. And I was tempted to stop watering the stick. But for some reason, I can't tell you why, I just continued to water the stick. And within a couple of weeks, bip, this tiny little green leaf appeared. And so I kept watering it, and within the next weeks after that, it leafed out, and it's become this beautiful, flourishing plant that I now have. So, um, you know, that's a nice story. And I was thinking about it and thinking about all the facts that I just gave you are completely true about that. Um, But after something is learned and, you know, we've had the experience can become a nice story. And what I mean by that is that we generate these extra little ideas about that experience, about those facts. And um, it just dawned on me that, wow, I had some tiny, subtle little ideas about that story. The idea that, you know, you water a stick, you get a plant. So that's one idea. Another idea is, you know, that Everything works out, everything makes sense, everything in the universe is in its place. Now, that kind of story is a bit of a setup for if what if I plant a stick and then why water it and nothing happens? Then is it, you know, something wrong with me? Is something wrong with life? And, and it seems kind of silly, right? But this week I was encountering um, completely ideas that I had no idea I had about the. Uh, car shop that I take my car to. I've taken it for about the last 13 years. And I recognized that I had built up over that time ideas about how they worked and how they were supposed to work. And then when it didn't happen that way, really didn't happen that way, the, you know, a little bit of stress came in. Like, oh, these stories, this extra layer of ideas that we add to our life experience, to our meditation. They can be big ideas, you know, really obvious ones. Like, if I don't do this just right, I'm not a good person. Or they can be really subtle ones like, huh, if the car shop is not working the way it's supposed to, the universe is kind of like not working the way it's supposed to, the government's not quite working the way it's supposed to, life isn't quite, ooh, things aren't okay, you know, I'm suffering and stressed out. So when we're in the middle of our experience, things can be any which way. You know, it's only when it's over that we create these stories uh, about how it worked out. But in the middle of it, we don't know what those are. We can still have ideas, though. Instead of just noticing what's arising and passing, we're sitting here 
breathing is happening or sensation in the body is happening or sound is happening or thinking is happening. Instead of just that, just noticing those, we can have little ideas about it. I'm a good meditator because these things are happening or my life isn't working right because these things aren't happening. So, (laughs) you know, this stick that I planted took its own sweet time to develop its roots, which were not visible to me. And then it established itself as a flourishing plant. Similarly, um, you know, and I wasn't in control of that. I did things, I did some good things that would help it along, water, light, warmth, um, soil. But I wasn't in control of it exactly. And similarly, as we sit here and practice, um, we can provide good conditions. You know, the beautiful stillness and silence this morning in which we can see or feel what we're noticing right here and now. Um, And there's no particular way that things have to happen. But perhaps it can be helpful um, to notice that some little ideas may come up and maybe those ideas are extra. Maybe it's enough just to sit here and have the experiences. Maybe it's enough over time to have the experiences in practice and to not know what's going on underneath the soil necessarily. We might know under the surface, but we might not know. And what's happening with us here might take its own sweet time. Um, So we're, you know, we're planting some seeds of freedom by even starting to sit down and watch our experience, watch our meditation, watch what's happening. And if we give the good uh, favorable conditions of continuing to do the practice, coming back when our attention drifts, you know, not expecting anything but what's actually happening and just allowing it to come and go, come and go. Um, Then we're continuing to cultivate something useful. If we add the little extra ideas and we can notice it, no problem. We can go, ah, I've got an idea about how the repair shop should work. I've got an idea about how meditation should work. Let me just let that be and return to meditating. Um, But maybe if it's useful to you today, think of yourself as a gardener tending your practice. You're providing these beneficial conditions, this nurturance, this silence, this stillness, this attention. Um, But maybe also you're a gardener who doesn't need to try to control what's happening so much. You don't need to be yanking plants out of the ground or replanting them or messing with them or thinking that they're not going well, but just attentively watch your garden and tend to what's needed. So thank you. And if those comments are useful to you, please use them. If they're not, please do practice in the way that's best for you.